0: Right. Now, I said that actually one starts this kind of, um, often start these sort of pursuits from an irrational point of view. Uh, I got very interested in Elizabethan architecture. And by the way, uh, if you haven't seen or got a hold of uh, Mark Girard's extraordinary book on Elizabethan architecture, um, do look out for it. It's uh, uh, one of the most amazing books of you know, our time. Um, Hardwick Hall, which we're all fascinated by. Uh, proto uh, classical geometry, with its prospect towers. This has some very interesting density characteristics, potentially. Um, and uh, this was a scheme, another scheme for Worcester College, um, which, which didn't get built, which was using prospect towers from Hardwick. And then it did get built, and this is um, the scheme for Warham College where there are a series of pavilions, but they're they're arranged in a certain way. So in other words, having sort of started the beginning saying pavilions don't achieve density, um, there is a kind of way that that they can do. And the way that they do here is that the the scheme is really two linear arrangements. One is continuous along the back of the site, and then the one that uh, folds around a, a, a quadrangle um, is discontinuous because we're letting the one behind see through the gaps um, between the pavilions in front. But the combination is incredibly dense. Um, it's about 700 students to the hectare. Um, and, and, and that's what it looks like. You, just get, you get enough prospects and sunlight and daylight in through the discontinuous terrace of pavilions at the front to the linked pavilions behind and it's very, it feels dense but in a nice kind of way and the students can open windows and talk across the street um, and I could say that the chapel of New College at the end in the view um, we designed it around that prospect but actually we only realized we'd done that when the scaffolding was struck I have to admit <laughs> And then, again, we did something similar for St. John's um, where density was not so much a pursuit, (coughs) it was a more subjective pursuit, really. And there's an idea here about underworlds and overworlds, so this type, if you like, which we've done several times, makes a distinction between being under and being over, um, which uh, is a a kind of, uh, 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 I think, very important psychological distinction, which, which has been important to me in various schemes, but I digress slightly. So you've got um, a series of public spaces, well, shared spaces um, at the lower level, and then the residentials over the top, again in in linked pavilions, but with a very deliberate um, reference to Elizabethan architecture, but also a deliberate reference to architects like um, Vanbrugh and Hawksmoor, that's the underworld. Um, That's the upper world with the the rooms around raised gardens, so it's about actually continuing the fellow's garden to a higher level and maintaining um, an extension of the garden over the underworld. Um, I I, I don't know what the density is, but you can see it's quite, quite dense.